Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Damn it, Janet. There's strong language and adult humour in this episode. But, but it's Rocky Horror, so I'm not entirely sure what you thought it would be. On with the podcast! Patient! Good God. Nailed it. I'm, I'm really proud of that. It's a real long haul for them to get to it, but it's a great little I reference. forgot it was a thing, and then as soon as you did, I was like, oh, I know what he's doing. That was a thing that I was, yeah, yeah. started. <laughs> Welcome to Educating Georgia, the podcast in which I'm forcing Georgia to watch 100 films before she dies. Like that scene in Clockwork Orange. That's how I'm dying this No, week. that's how I'm, that's how you're going to watch the films. Oh, I see. I'm not letting you look away. Oh, right, okay. Because if you were to look away, you might live. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Steph, I know films. I'm Georgia, I don't know films. You know five films. My five films. <laughs> the worst bit, I hate it. Is, it. We're stuck with it now. <laughs> this week it's Halloween Eve. Spooky! <laughs> and, we're, and we're watching the... Well, last week we watched Mean Girls, which you thought was fine. Yeah. <laughs> I'm still upset about it. Yeah, I know. <laughs> um, and this week, because it is Halloween Eve, we're watching the Rocky Horror Picture Show. Spooky! <laughs> That's how I'd have... Do you know anything about it? <laughs> All I know is that it's Rooney Camp and that it's in The Perks of Being a Wallflower. That's it. So the thing where he's like dressed up in that corset and he's like yep. walking down the thing, uh, like uh, being all... Amazing. I mean, um, he is... Burlesque was the word I was going to say. That's a good one. That's a good one. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much all I know of the Rocky Horror Picture Show. Fair enough. It's a Here music... come the stats. Oh yeah, baby. I got stats. Welcome to... Fuck me, what am I doing? It's a musical comedy horror. Uh, That's sto- a lot of genres. Well, all of them have been three or two genres, which seems odd, because you'd think you could put... I wouldn't have called this a horror film. Uh, it's... It's... Nope. It's just, just a silly camp film. Spooky? I guess I could. I guess it's spooky in the same way that Nightmare Before Christmas is spooky. Oh, okay. like, it's a Halloween film, like the Adams Family films are Halloween films. Right. The story centres on a young engaged couple whose car breaks down in the rain near a castle where they seek a telephone call. For help. The castle or country home is occupied by strangers in elaborate costumes celebrating an annual convention. They discover the head of the house is Dr. Frankenfurter, an apparently mad scientist transvestite who creates a living muscle man in his laboratory. I, I did it all in one! Wow, wow. <laughs> so good. <laughs> Does that sound good? <laughs> I, yeah, it sounds strange. Yep. It's, it is very strange. That's cool. Uh, that's what the critics tended to think back then and even now when the opinion on it has shifted, is that even if it's really good, it is fucking weird. It's still pretty weird. <laughs> um, it was directed by Jim Sharman and written by Richard O'Brien and Jim Sharman, based on the Rocky Horror Show by Richard O'Brien. It stars Tim Curry, Susan Sarandon, Barry Bostwick, a set of abs with a body attached, and a surprise appearance from Christopher Biggins. Oh, that, That's not the cast. I mean, three of those are the cast, and Christopher Biggins is in it. Christopher <laughs> <laughs> shows up. He, he, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, Rich O'Brien, um, I've forgotten the other cast members' names. We're going to ignore it. I know the characters. That's fair. <laughs> um, one of them was recently impersonated on Drag Race, and she was not happy with it. Oh. <laughs> it did not go down well. For that person, oh boy. Was it so? Like, was that because the impression was bad or because the impression was good? The impression was incredibly bad and offensive. 
Ah. Yeah. <laughs> love it. Like when you do impressions of me. Yeah, those aren't offensive. <laughs> but they are great. <laughs> ah, it's fair. Hopefully <laughs> um, accurate. <laughs> uh, yeah, so back the, at the time it was released, critics did not like Rocky Horror Show. No. And commercially, it also flopped. Oh, right. But it gained a cult following and has since become a thing. It, like, a lot of people, there are big showings you saw, like, in yeah. Perks of Being a Wallflower. And if you've seen Fame, there's a similar thing where they just do midnight screens of it. Everyone dresses up. Yeah. That's a great time. I, was, I think I've heard of it being on stage. Yeah. So, it was originally a stage show. Yeah. The Rocky Horror Show. Then they will often play the film behind and have people doing it in costume in front as well. Yeah. Which is so silly. I don't understand it. Just watch the film. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think that's what they do in Wallflower, isn't it? That is, I think, because Emma Watson attempts <gasps> to sing. <laughs> I love her. You can't turn me down. I mean, she's a lovely person, I'm sure. She seems really awesome. Yeah. I, I love what she's doing about making feminist or feminism or global, and I like the fact that she's pro-trans rights. I don't like her as an actor. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. As a human being, cool. Seems As lovely. an actor, nah. Yeah. Um, so, are you excited for this one? I am. I think this is going to be one of those things that's like, it's fun, it's silly. Like Princess Bride. Like, I'm not too worried about the plot. I think that's a good thing, because the plot is... Insane? Barely there, and not at all relevant. Fair. <laughs> fair. So, so I think it's going to be a bit like Princess Bride in the sense that it's just going to be fun. And I don't have to worry too much about what's happening. I don't have to remember stuff. Fair, yeah, that's fair enough. And then there's music involved. Yes, this is our first musical, first musical proper. Like two of the films we've done have turned into musicals, and I would be surprised if they have not worked on the Princess Bride one at some point because it's perfect for it. Is it though? I think it would make a really good musical. Yeah. Okay, fair enough. I think because <laughs> there's not a lot of group stuff. That's true. I would. I maybe. There's not a lot of ensemble. It'd be just be a lot of duets and. Can you imagine Fezzik and uh, Inega Montoya and Wallace Shawn (laughs) 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 having a great little villain number? It would be amazing. Yeah, I'm not. uh... And the "You killed my father, prepare to die" number. That would be. (laughs) You killed my father. Prepare to die. Yeah, I think it would be great. I'm full 180, I'm for it now. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, so this is our first musical we're doing, musical film we're doing. Not sure how it's going to work talking about it, because talking about music and not having the music to listen to is weird. Oh, don't worry, I'll do it. (laughs) 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 Do you know any of the songs? No. Okay. Are the songs from Rocky Horror in the sense that they were made for Rocky Horror? Yes. Oh, okay. But there is a song you definitely know. I, I know you know it. Have you heard of the Time Warp? Oh, of course. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so the Time Warp is in this. That's where it originated from. Oh, wow. Okay. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> See, told you I could do it. <laughs> it's perfect. You're great. Exactly. <laughs> um, okay, so I might not... That I thought that it was like... Um, it's not a rock- jukebox musical. It's not... Yeah. Um, it's not Moulin Rouge. I was thinking, what is the one? Mamma Mia. No, because that's all elaborate. It was all, it's rock, the rock, rock. (laughs) This is, oh, this is the best bit of the podcast I think we've ever done. I love it. (laughs) (laughs) You you did it for Halloween, no, for 80s night. 
Oh, Rock of Ages. Rock of Ages. It's not like Rock of Ages. Yeah, okay, that's that's what I was trying to say. <laughs> Is that what? Rock, rock, rock. Rock, rock, you, rock. How did you not get it from that? I just can't think. <laughs> Do you have any concerns? Do you have any concerns? <laughs> I have a concern that it is going to be so weird that I'm not going to be able to engage. I don't think it's that way because you always have the two characters, Brad and Janet, the engaged couple, who are always a good viewpoint for the audience. They are the straight. They're the straight man to it. And if you know even the slight bit about B-movies, horror movies, or science fiction, you are going to get... This is the B-movie. Yes, this is the B-movie. This is what inspired it. (laughs) I was like, wait, what? (laughs) No, if you know anything about B-movies or science fiction or horror movies, like classic stuff like that, you will understand the references. See, I don't. Well, I've seen some horror like, If you're aware of things like King Kong and all that, because oh, they okay. sing a song, the first song in the show is science fiction double feature. Um, oh, okay. And it's about how, um, it's about the films that inspired it. So things like The Day the Earth is Still, King Kong, um, I'm sure other ones that I've forgotten. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so if you have a sense of any of those things, you're going to get the tone. Okay. It's kind of both a mockery and a love letter to these things. Um, yeah, so I think you'll get it. You might not get it, but you'll get what it's going for. Cool. Yep. Well then, worries gone. You've no worries at all. No worries. Fair enough. In that case... To the movies! Great fucking catchphrase. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Told you. It's astounding. You've not seen the film yet at this point. But listen closely. Not for very much longer, because the, there's spoilers now. It's, this is a spoiler warning. And back to the bit. Georgia. We're back. Yes. Good lord. So, Rocky Horror. <laughs> um. It happened. <laughs> there were things in the film. Do you know what happened at all? No. (laughs) (laughs) You were really silent throughout. (laughs) Yeah. I was like... Because basically, the silence was... Eventually, this will make sense. (laughs) You fool. And then it didn't. And I was like, ow. See, two weeks ago in podcast time, when we did Heathers and Charlie said, this is going to be too weird for you, I was like, I hope not. Because we have shit like Rocky Horror coming up. Yeah. (laughs) This was much weirder than Heathers. Heathers... Although it was, like, outrageous. Oh, absolutely. Had... A plot? Had a plot. (laughs) Had a point. Right? (laughs) I don't understand this film. It kind of made sense at the beginning. I think... When did you get lost? (laughs) I think from Meatloaf onwards. Okay, that makes sense. Because that's around the point that I think they gave up on plot. Yeah. (laughs) There is a plot after that. It's just not... Good. <laughs> yeah, I think as soon as Meatloaf showed up and then got killed, yep. <laughs> I was like, I don't know what's going on anymore. Yeah. <laughs> I can't argue with that one because I'll be honest with you, the first few times I watched it, I don't think I got what was going on. I still don't think I fully understand what's yeah. going on. What I understand. Give me a rundown of the plot in your eyes. <laughs> is that the three of them, the, the I don't remember their name, Riff Raff. Riff Raff, Frankenfurter and Magenta? Yes. Yes. Are all from the planet Transylvania. No, they're from the planet Transsexual. Planet in Transsexual. In the space area of Transylvania. Yes. Which is insane and stupid and dumb. <laughs> so they're aliens. 
Yes. <laughs> I don't know why they're here, but then Frankfurt was in charge. Frankenfurter. Frankenfurter was in charge <laughs> and started doing loads of mad experiments. Yes. And throwing suspender parties. I mean, not everyone was suspended. At the beginning, at the time, oh, yeah. Biggins wasn't in suspenders. No, Biggins wasn't. <laughs> Um, but then he has sex with both both parties. Brad and Janet. Brad and they Janet. They tasted forbidden fruit. Yes. His name is Frank. And the... Rocky. Rocky. <laughs> For the record, I was miming pecs. <laughs> um, He's a set of abs with a human attached. Yes. That's what I wrote in my notes and I'll stand by it. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then Janet has sex with Rocky. Yes. To get back at Brad <laughs> yeah. for having sex with Rocky. No, Frank and no, Furter. No, with Frank and Furter, <laughs> who originally had sex with Janet. Yes. Right. And is that why Riff Raff and that... Um, no, because they were laughing. Yes. What are you... Uh, they wanted to... Why were they more mad? Yeah. They were mad because they were stuck on Earth, not doing their job of Earth science, whatever that was. I was going to say... They wanted what? to go back to transsexual, Transylvania. Yeah. But what, what, why did he kill him? Um, I don't know. Because <laughs> he never I, liked him. I have no idea. Why <laughs> Honestly, that bit baffles me. <laughs> yeah, I don't... Okay, I got... If it... Okay. If it was that they didn't approve... Uh, well, they did his... say his lifestyle was too extreme. That's why they failed the mission. Not that they explain what the mission is. Yeah. But I don't know that... That's why... I think he killed him just because he was jealous. <laughs> He just looked too good in suspenders. And <laughs> yeah. had a wonderful perm. Oh my god, he had an amazing perm. An amazing perm. <laughs> um, it was a phenomenon. <laughs> Did you enjoy it, though? I <laughs> think so. Uh, that's enough for me. I, like, <laughs> if I was... Would you do the time warp again? Oh, let's do the time warp again. Okay. We're going to watch it now? <laughs> no, not now. <laughs> Maybe next year. <laughs> I think I would have to watch... Uh, would I have to watch it again? Um, You're not obligated to do no, anything. <laughs> I think... <laughs> I What I was going to say was, do I have to... Would I have to watch it again to, for, for it to make sense? No, I don't think it's ever going but to make sense. But I was going to say, I don't think it's ever going to make sense. I understand <laughs> visually why it had such a cult following and why it's such a big thing. <laughs> Yeah, but <laughs> like, what, what, what is it? Why do people enjoy it if no one knows what's happening? <laughs> so I know people who claim to know what's happening. Liars. Yes, I agree with you there. The main reason I think it's popular is because it is very, very queer. Oh, without any like, it's like unashamed of its queerness. Oh, it's so outwardly queer. And that is rare in films, especially in the 70s. Oh, God, yeah. So there's that. Apparently, Richard O'Brien said he wrote it to be about how having sex is good, but not to go too far into your sex stuff. I think he's lying. Uh, <laughs> um, okay. Yeah. So I get, again, like, for its time, she's like, oh, no, I've had sex. Oh, no, I want it. 
like, touch me. Like apparently, having sex once turns you into a slut, and that's the plot. <laughs> yep. Um. So I get that it's just like that's quite empowering in the sense that yes, we were talking about in Heather's when it's like guys wanted sex, girls didn't. Yes, and, and she girls gave really up. wanted sex. Yeah. In a <laughs> in a queer top. little tank. In a queer tank. That's actually yeah. where I live. <laughs> <laughs> we have to unplug you every day. <laughs> if you don't change the filter I can get yeah <laughs> all the algae yeah exactly we have to do the chlorine test on the water make sure you're alright have yeah, a hoover of the gravel every now and again I, I I love it as is unsurprising it's, I say it's on the list but there are films on the list that I hate <laughs> <laughs> no this one I love I unashamedly love it I watched it for the first time when I was 16 I think on my 16th birthday I watched it oh wow what a birthday. Yeah, oh my god, it was the best birthday ever. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you little queer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, we, um, at <laughs> 16. Sorry, I don't even know what. So, at 16, did you request this film or was this film put on for you? I requested it. Okay. Because I, I read the manga One Piece. <laughs> right. And there is a character in that inspired by Frankenfurter. And I was like, that's cool. I'll check it out. I checked it out. Has nothing to do with One Piece. <laughs> yep. But I enjoyed the film a lot, and it's awake. That's not true. I'd seen Priscilla before this, but it was one of my first experiences of seeing anything drag related, anything that unashamedly queer. That just that queer. It's, um, yeah. I say I think that's why it has such a huge following. But my theory is now hold on here <laughs> that if it was better more people would like it <laughs> I think it's great I think it's genuinely brilliant I think the only problem I actually have with it is during the floor show when there's the pool orgy which slows the film to a crawl and is so boring uh, okay no, I didn't think any of this film was boring <laughs> I think the pool orgy is boring I think compared to everything else I'm like eh it doesn't even you're saying that this is if it's ten minutes long. It's literally like two minutes, if that. Yes, and it's two minutes too long. Over like an hour and a half film. That's yes. two minutes like, too long. <laughs> I, we, uh, I think the bit in the beginning with the wedding is unnecessary to anything that happens. How dare you? I love Damn It, Janet. I oh, love no, the no, fact no, that no. it also shows how awkwardly heterosexual they are. Yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> I mean the the bit where like, oh, we're taking pictures of someone else's wedding. I mean, it sets up the lovely bit where they both punch each other. <laughs> oh my god, that is so... I can't tell if that's a theme or bad acting. <laughs> I think... So I think it's deliberately bad acting. Because right. a lot of... The, it's inspired by B-movies. The actors in it are all very talented actors. Susan yeah. Sarandon, for example, has got a very acclaimed career. Mm. And I'm sure that every... Tim Curry... You must have know who Tim Curry is relatively, right? No. Okay. Um, I'm trying to think of... He's not... We're going to see Clue later, so that's a bad example. But he's also in, like, a film called The Dark... He plays the de- devil in a film. He's in The Muppets, Chris, uh, Treasure Island. He's all in a right. of stuff. And he has the greatest um, moment of all time in a video game, which I might play for you now because I think it's that funny. <laughs> <laughs> Where he's playing a communist ruler-type figure. I'm escaping to the one place that hasn't been corrupted by capitalism. Space! (laughs) Space! (laughs) It's pretty... The best part of it is him struggling not to corpse as he says... (laughs) 
I'm escaping to the one place that hasn't been corrupted by capitalism. Spice! <laughs> well, I have always said. <laughs> it is the only place that has. Yeah, so he's in that too. He's a very camp actor, but he's a very acclaimed camp actor. Just like Megan. <laughs> yes. And then there's Richard O'Brien, who obviously wrote it. Um, he also is famous for being the host of the Crystal Maze. Wait, what? <laughs> yeah. Ha, ne- wow. <laughs> Good lord. <laughs> so, the, the guy who hosts the Crystal Maze is responsible for that? Yes. He wrote it because he was fired from Jesus Christ Superstar. No wonder. <laughs> he was like, okay, so I want all the disciples in suspenders. That's... He got fired as a cast member, but... If you went, if you've seen Jesus Christ Superstar, that's not too far from Jesus Christ Superstar. Are you kidding with it, Jesus Christ? Jesus Christ Superstar is so over the top. But our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Yeah, Jesus he's, Christ. He's incredibly gay. He hung around with twelve other men and didn't marry. Oh. Unless you're Dan Brown, in which case he married Mary Magdalene, and that's the Holy Grail. Oh. <laughs> Christians. <laughs> <laughs> I understand why people didn't like it. (laughs) That's fair, that's fair. I think if you're watching this film, like, as a critic, just waiting for something to happen that makes sense, or a point to be made, or things to tie up, and they don't, everything gets resolved. What's the mission? Why did they take him? Why did they kill him? Exactly. He never liked me! What exactly is resolved in your head? Frankenfurter, who is a villain, is killed and they leave Earth in safety. And Brad and Janet experiment with their sexualities and learn who they are a little more. Okay, but how... <laughs> do, I was confused about who Meatloaf was. Right. Do you want me to answer that? Because <laughs> Meat... No. Frankenfurt was like, oh, my children. Oh, I shouldn't have split their brains. Yes. <laughs> so he was a creation of Frankenfurt. No. Because he was some that no. scientist guy's nephew. Yes, so he was the scientist guy's nephew. He came to the mansion, met me met, met Frankenfurter. Yeah. They started a relationship. Then he got bored of Eddie, killed Eddie, removed half his brain and used that to make Rocky. But we see Eddie alive. Yes. He's a zombie. <laughs> right. <laughs> but it's... then ha- Okay, also <laughs> Where were all the motorbikes coming from? <laughs> Who were the people on the motorbikes? They were Transylvanians, I think. I don't know, Georgia. So, <laughs> I don't but know. But everything was resolved. Okay, things can be resolved and there can still be questions unanswered. <laughs> no, not everything can be resolved and there still be questions. That means some things were resolved and some things weren't. Some things aren't meant to be resolved. I think the question of who are the bike people doesn't need resolving. And where did the dogs go? Um, uh, uh, um, and how did the guy get out of the wheelchair? <laughs> and then, then reappear in the reappear wheelchair. Reappear in the wheelchair. <laughs> That's the part that I only noticed today on yep. your... <laughs> I was like, why are they taking him out of his wheelchair? Oh, no, don't worry. There he is again in his wheelchair. Yeah. It's, um... Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> okay, so this <laughs> film was about sexy queer aliens? 
I who yes. love to party. Oh, they like to party. They are a lot like the Vega Boys. That <laughs> <laughs> they like to party. Wow. We like I don't know why I went straight uh, to the Vega Boys. Don't know. <laughs> um, I don't really understand much. Well, his name is Frankenfurter. Yes. And he creates life. Yep. Just like Dr. Frankenstein. Yes, that's, that's, a, yeah, that's yep. the joke. <laughs> He's a hot dog. He's a hot dog. But if you lay a hand on her, turn you to, turn to stone. That's yeah. <laughs> there would be... Like, okay, so the other scientist shows up. Yes. And he's like, haha, now we finally met. But then they kind of already know each other by reputation. They're aware of each other, yeah. And then he's like, oh, he's working for the government for the UFOs. And he's like, oh, he's got all this technology. <laughs> but like, what? So he knows that Frankenfurter is it an alien? It appears that he's at least aware that Frankenfurter is an alien. And that his nephew well, ran away with... Just checking if in his letter he mentions that they're aliens. Yeah. I'm out of my head for what? Uh, oh, worry for I may be dead. <laughs> they mustn't carry, carry out. out their evil deed. No, what? he never mentions that they're aliens. What? What? What is their evil deed? Uh, having sex with your sister. The fact that Riffraff and Magenta are siblings is weird and odd, and I don't understand it. Yep. <laughs> I love a film about incest. <laughs> we love it. Well, it's not until much later you find out yeah. that they are siblings, <laughs> which by that point becomes a bit of a shock. Yeah, I mean, the film, I think, had just run out of ways to shock you and went, well... Incest. Incest! <laughs> also, the other lady with... Columbia. Columbia is a group. Yes, so she's another Where human. Where does she come from? I assume Earth. I mean, like, how did she get there? Motorcycle? Motorcycle. <laughs> also, is... Does that mean Biggins was from Transylvania? I'd or... like to believe that Biggins is from Transylvania, because that makes me happy. <laughs> Good, okay. Uh, I think that those guys are Transylvanians. Right, so I guess yes, Biggins is from Transylvania. I say because when the house hashtag that get him deported. <laughs> <laughs> when... Hashtag Biggins is from Transylvania. Because when the house leaves, it's only the three of them left. Mm. So, but you, uh, but it, you don't actually see so the other guys leave, but you don't see them for a while. I either they're not Transylvanians and they left because the party was over, or they, they are never... Transylvanians and they were just hanging out and didn't bother turning up for the second act. Or <laughs> they didn't exist like the people in the other chairs. Yes, I mean they could be made up, but then everyone was seeing them, so that's quite odd. Oh yeah, that's true. <laughs> Whereas unlike the people in the chairs, which was just seen by Frankenfurter. True, true. I'm a genius, me. <laughs> genius. <laughs> Frankenfurter is a theatre kid through oh, and through and 100%. I relate to him a little much in that <laughs> final scene where he's singing I'm coming home and waiting for his rapturous applause and his big finale and then no one's there and no one cares and yeah, shot. a lot like my stand up at the end of it I also get shot all yeah. the time someone is always there to shoot me yeah. <laughs> so I didn't not enjoy it Yeah. I was engaged mostly because I was waiting for something to make sense 
Would you say that you were engaged because it was interesting, though? It was interesting. (laughs) I thought that, like, visually, it was very good. Yes. I think visually, you can't uh, put it down. Yeah, I think visually it's... Musically, I don't think you can do that either. Oh, yeah, the music was brilliant. And i say visually it was very good but just how everything was strung together just <laughs> like I feel like you could put it like beginning and the end yeah you could mix most things up in the middle and it would not matter no I would say that this is a musical that is kind of what people who don't like musicals think musicals are it's just like a lot of songs strung together by a very weak plot what plot <laughs> Uh, okay. <laughs> so Brad and Janet are engaged and they're yep. off to visit Dr. Scott, their old teacher. Yep. They happen to get a flat tyre, so they visit a, house, a castle owned by Dr. Frankenfurter, a crazy transsexual scientist. Yeah. Well, transvestite scientist, he's not transsexual, but he's from transsexual in the, tra- in, yep. the in the galaxy of Transylvania. Yes. While there, they are shown that he has made a man, then everyone has some sex, and then Dr. Scott turns up and it goes a bit awry, and they find out that he's... The, the, the guy they met before has been killed and they were eating him they run away uh, Frankenfurter turns them to stone dresses them up all sexy and then they leave the planet and the house no they leave the house the planet as, the plan- the... as the house leaves the planet yeah <laughs> you're right I have no idea why I was confused um... <laughs> yeah the floor show is my big thing because I think up until that point you can sort of see a plot happening yeah. And then it's just like, well, time to put on a show. Which, yeah. as a theatre kid, I'm like, well, of course. Of course. But as a as a film fan, I'm like, what? why? Why? Who for? <laughs> what are you doing that for? I think that was me throughout the most films. So I was just like, what are you doing that for? <laughs> also, how did you not notice that your girlfriend was the man you just met? <laughs> Especially since it appeared that Frank was topping him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's a penis there. Penis. <laughs> like 100% Frank was sticking an ar- a penis in his ass. And, oh God, I'm definitely going to have to put a, a, spo- uh, like a strong adult humour warning in this well, bit. Well, you always do. <laughs> but this one's, a, I mean, a certainty. Yeah, so there's a penis involved. And he's like, well, yeah, I guess my wife, my wife who I've... I know they've My not had sex, and obviously there are women with penises out there, but this is the 70s. Yeah. <laughs> also, we see her in her knickers quite a lot. Yeah. She could have a really good tuck. I thought you guys have a really small penis. <laughs> <laughs> She's not me. <laughs> oh, Benjamin Button. <laughs> sorry. Sorry. Um, As in it's older, the younger I am, the older it is? No, it's, <laughs> it's the size of a button. <laughs> oh, more wordplay than that. I mean, your balls do look older than me. <laughs> I'm glad that we should clarify. You've never seen my balls, so just assuming this, my balls are incredibly smooth, <laughs> polished within an inch of their lives. Anyway, Rocky Horror. Rocky Horror. <laughs> the outfits. Ah, fashion. We skipped fashion last week, which was a. Uh, a real blow to me, personally. Yeah. But I I think the outfits in this are great, obviously. Suspenders. A lot of suspenders. Um, but I think that the two big outfits, three big outfits, of the three, only one of them is really good. The other two outfits are 
Magenta and Riff Raff, who are just wearing, one of them a dirty suit and the other a maid outfit. I can get those from Primark and, and Summers. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I did magenta I was going to do magenta for Halloween in my first year of uni and a friend of mine was going to lend her lend me her Anne Summers uh, maid outfit wow in retrospect I'm glad she was ill and didn't manage that Mm. because I don't want to wear someone's dirty sex outfits (laughs) I'm assuming she washed them I hope she would have washed it but (laughs) just knowing that oh you've you've had sex in this is weird oh this is yeah. Sex. Well, she was also she was ill that year. She got mumps. <laughs> she um, didn't get the vaccine, did she? No, she didn't. Um, but she was going to dress as Janet in just the bra and knickers, right? Which isn't a Halloween costume. That's your underwear. <laughs> also, that's very chilly in October. Yeah. I wouldn't want to go to. We were going to warehouse. I wouldn't want to go to warehouse and that, especially from her place. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would have been quite nippy. <laughs> It's quite the Halloween, actually. We watched um, the Bake Off finale and then went out. <laughs> what an extreme... Party, party, party. <laughs> Nothing <laughs> says party like the Great British Bake Off. <laughs> I didn't even watch Bake Off that year. I was there like, who's this? Who's this? Who's this? Why are they baking biscuits? Because it's biscuit week! <laughs> it wasn't biscuit week. It was the final. The final. The biscuit week is the first week, usually. Come well, on. <laughs> sorry, but I'm not... A bake off enthusiast. You fucking should be. <laughs> oh, sorry. Rocky horror. Rocky horror. <laughs> so you were saying there were three outfits, then mentioned two. Yeah. Then... Uh, the other one is Frankenfurter's main corset. Yeah. In. The purple sparkling suspenders. The, the Suspen- main suspenders. The outfit. main suspenders. What you first see them in? Yeah. No. First see them in a cloak, which he rips off in the most uh, well fashionable way. Exactly. <laughs> Iconic. The gloves. Yeah. That- I. To me, my favourite outfit is Columbia. The sparkly suit. And the sparkly uh, yeah. I fucking love that. And it's not just because the person who wears it does a tap dance. Although I do love tap. <laughs> I'm not convinced she did that. She is from the original production and did that in the, the original production. Oh, okay. It is interesting they cut away from her feet and we never saw her whole body really doing it. No, that it. was what I meant. Like, it <laughs> it makes know? a smarter choice than cats in that in cats, they zoom out when you're meant to be watching them tap dance so you can't see anything. Uh. <laughs> When we watch Cats, we will have a whole conversation about the Skimble Shanks scene, but right. in this at least we see the feet. But I mean, the best way to film tap is with a close up of feet, but it does make you think maybe she's not doing it. Well, no, because it wasn't even like close up of the feet, then like a full body, and then a close up of her face. It was like close up of her face, close up of her feet, wide shot. Yeah. Close up of her face, close up of her feet. Yeah. So I was like, is she doing that? Because you can't see her face and her feet. You know when they in films they like film the hands playing the piano? It's like, um, yeah. It, it does look like that. I think it is her. I, yeah. I believe it's her, but I don't know. What was your favourite outfit? Ooh. Oh, no, wait. My favourite outfit was Rocky's because, ho, ho, he's my hot. <laughs> love just a pair of gold Speedos. On top of some abs, on top of a man. Yep. <laughs> um, I think I preferred like the red corsets. Okay. Under the feather boas. Oh yeah, yeah, that's a good look. That is a good look, and I love the fact that just every, suddenly everyone's in suspenders, <laughs> and that even the guy in the wheelchair who suddenly his legs start oh, working. Honestly, I think Frankenfurt is a good guy because he he's come here and he's got a cure for Cripples. paralysis. <laughs> <laughs> You said paralysis, I say cripple. <laughs> Let's call the whole the thing, thing off. off. <laughs> what was your favourite song? 
Um, I did like Meatloaf's song. I think the Hopper Tootie, Hopper Tootie, and maybe Wild and Untamed Thing, and maybe Planet Shamana are to me the songs that I think you could, and any band could perform those songs. And I'd be like, yeah, that makes sense. Mm. Whereas the others, like, you're not going to get Sweet Transvestite at, no. uh, at, at the O2 Arena. Absolutely, I did really like that. Oh, one. that's my favourite. Yeah, because <laughs> of course it is. Yes, <laughs> drawing. <laughs> also, I just love everything that Frankenfoot says. <laughs> he is so extra, but unlike Veronica, I reckon I could be friends with Frankenfurter. Yeah, well, you look like an experiment. <laughs> <laughs> oh. That's wait. Their experiments are good. Look, the, the experiments are pretty good. Thank you for that. You're very welcome. <laughs> I was like, because when the motorbike comes out of the freezer, <laughs> some that's not you never expect to say in your life, do you? you say <laughs> often. Um, it, well, if I had a if I had a pound for every time I said oh, that, I'd be a fucking millionaire. Exactly. <laughs> I was like, wait, is that meatloaf? And then singing, and I was like, that's meatloaf. That is, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, which I also think is funny because I love. Bat Out of Hell, the Meatloaf musical. <laughs> not the Meatloaf musical. It's Jim Steinman and Meatloaf's Bat oh, Out of I'm Hell. Because so Jim Steinman wrote all the songs, Meatloaf just sang them. Oh, Fucking singers. He's, he's a pleb. He can't do shit. It's talent. He's talentless. Okay. <laughs> Where's his talent? Write a song. <laughs> I mean, he has written songs. Yeah. Oh, great, though. Ah. Raise His Edge. It's not a good song. No, no. Exactly. <laughs> Point made. <laughs> um, yeah, it was a. I kind of got Halloween vibes. Yeah, like it is. To quite me, it's a Halloween creepy. film, not a horror film. No, I would never call it a horror film. I I think it's in the same vein as the Adams Family films or Night Before Christmas or Corpse Bride, in that I will watch it at Halloween. I'm not gonna watch it to scare me. If I wanted horror. There's horror to watch on the list. Yeah. Which I'm not really about. Oh, um, you're gonna fucking love it. I'm not gonna love it. I don't love one of the horror I'm, films. I shit myself. Um, we might have to watch, like, something nice afterwards. I think I've deliberately set it so that you won't have a horrible time. I've not put them all together. No, no, Just no, a I mean, block of horror. No, no, I mean, like, we'll have to watch it and then... Oh, then something else. And then you watch something else so I can go to fucking sleep at night. <laughs> Yeah, I would never ever call that a horror film. It's quite creepy, I think, but it seems, again, something I never thought I'd say. It's too flamboyant to be scary. <laughs> it's 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 dark and it's kind of creepy. I think it it's it's creepy to the suburban white middle-aged mothers who didn't watch it in the 70s. Yeah. But now it's kind of tame to be fair. We live in a post-drag race world. I like... mean, I don't think I'd describe that film as tame. <laughs> I think you and I have different interpretations of the film. Yep. I think <laughs> it was wild. <laughs> and untamed. And untamed. It's wild and untamed. Anyway. <laughs> a tame film for me is like a rom, a cheesy rom-com. That, not a cheesy enough rom-com for you? There's oh, some romance. That, mm. Frank and Rocky get married. Oh Christ, yeah. <laughs> I was like, what? And then I was like, oh, yeah. But like, not really. No, I suppose it's not a real marriage. It's a it's a metaphorical marriage. It's a metaphorical marriage between but... a scientist and their creator. Did you? A scientist and their creator? Yeah. Creation. <laughs> sure. A scientist and their creation. 
Did you realise that the people at the wedding who were doing American Gothic and preparing for the funeral during Damn It Janet were, were Riff Raff, Magenta and Columbia? Wait, what? Yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> I did not. I noticed they looked like the famous art piece. Yes. Deliberate choice. I think it's odd. There's a lot of references to famous art pieces in it. And I'm not sure why. I think that's a lot of this film. Good Why point. are you doing that? <laughs> good, good, good. Why good. is that happening? <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I guess you're right. <laughs> I want an explanation to I this could film. text Richard O'Brien, because he and I are close friends. Yeah. <laughs> I want a, like, what were you thinking? He's claimed that it was about how you should be able to give in to your desires, but not too much. That gets dangerous. But again, I genuinely think he's making that up. I don't think there's a point to this film. No. I think it's just I wanted to make a fun, stupid film where people wear suspenders and sing rock songs. Yep, <laughs> that sounds about right. Because it's like I get that, but then that doesn't make sense because when they do give in to temptation, they're doomed. What? Because yeah. Well, that's the that's they're not doomed. Much. They're fine. But Frankenfurter is doomed because he gives in too much. But how how does he give in? Oh, no. What what does I he? I don't know. Like I said, <laughs> I don't believe a fucking word of it. Yuri, a donkey walked in. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I. <laughs> yeah, we had some doggies. Yes, we did have animals. Do you want some animal chat? They were just doggies. There were some dogs. They weren't good dogs. They though. weren't do. I mean... But then, neither is a Nazi monkey a good monkey. Uh, <laughs> still think about him. I just... It was like... Okay, we've set the dogs on him. They were on his tail, on his tail, on his tail. And then he's in the gay fish tank. And then he's in the gay fish tank and no dogs. And then you don't see the dogs again. It's just like, these are terrible dogs. <laughs> these are... I assume they ran away. Because anyone living in that house would want to run away. Yep. It's a horrible household. Yep. <laughs> There's dead people in the freezer! But are alive with a motorbike! Yeah, and then yeah. they're really dead. How and then the motorbike we can eat drive them. if it was in a freezer. Does I'm oil jo- freeze? I don't think. But it's cold, so it probably wouldn't light. It wouldn't start. Yeah. I guess he was probably just pedaling, like running along the. Me, running his feet along me, the ground, me, making noises. Because, <laughs> like, Columbia, yes. at the end, says to Frank, yeah. you've got to pick between. Me and... Rocky. Rocky. Yeah. But she loved... Eddie. Eddie. I think she loved Frank first, then she loved Eddie. But then why can't Frank love... Because Eddie's dead! Eddie's... Ed's dead, baby. Eddie daddy. (laughs) (laughs) Do you want to give the film a rating? Or do you fear the wrath of the Rocky stands? (laughs) I don't know if I can. (laughs) Okay, let's give it two ratings. One... How much you enjoyed it, and two, how much you think it's a good film. Okay. <laughs> how much I enjoyed it is a three. Okay. Good film, though, with the fact that it's a, like, was how many years ahead of its time? <laughs> the music, the look, everything about that, I think I'd give it one more point, I'd give it a four. You give it a four in just general goodness, but a three in enjoyment. A yeah. 3.5 then overall? That's not even fair. <laughs> good. 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 So, so, you liked it. But didn't love it. I liked it, didn't understand it, so couldn't love it. So would you? But would you recommend it to people? Yes. 
Okay. I think <laughs> I need more opinions about what earth happened. But no, I think the songs and just the kind of vibe. The vibe. The good vibe. The good queer, rocky, creepy vibes. Creepy vibes. Yeah, like, name me another film like that. Um I would say the closest thing I can think of is uh probably Little Shop. Yeah. Or Phantom of the Paradise. But I don't like Phantom of the Paradise, so I'm gonna say Little Shop. Yeah. There is technically a sequel. Wait, what? Yeah, it's called Shock Treatment. I've never seen it. I don't know what it's about. It's not an actual sequel, but it is a sequel in that it's in the same franchise. Okay, so it's set in the same universe, but it's not following on directly. I don't from... know, because I've never seen it. And Richard O'Brien did another film called The Return of Captain Invincible, which is so terrible that we are definitely doing an episode on it at some point <laughs> <laughs> but yeah I, I can't think of another film like it really yeah it, I, it, it's, it, it defies every... I don't think you could make a film like it again either I think it was such a because they made they done a they did a remake thing that was aired on Fox probably right and it wasn't good because it just didn't have the same energy about it like it's there's something about Meat that version that is so perfectly done like the cast the shooting everything about it is just so like accidentally brilliant I think yeah that you can't deliberately do that again and I think with the, the oh god what was her name Janet Janet yeah that kind of she starts out and she's like I'm so afraid and then she she sings changed her tune so, so quickly quick. she does a full 180 <laughs> um so I did quite like the... I think that was more of a rendition of... Like, a revamp of the damsel in distress. So much more than bloody... <laughs> princess bloody Diaries. Bloody Princess Braids. Princess Bride. I said Princess Diaries. That's a different film altogether. Ah. <laughs> anyway, next week, I hope you're ready to get a car, spray some stuff on your face, and play the guitar, because we're watching Mad Max Fury Road. I'm worried. <laughs> I think you'll actually enjoy it. <laughs> We'll see. Yep. <laughs> Do you want to give it a cackle? <laughs> oh, it's getting faker and faker. It is. You, just, you can't just ask me to cackle. You've got to... I don't know how to end the fucking podcast. <laughs> there we go. <laughs>